When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Hello, welcome to the Ramon Foster Show brought to you by the Get-Go Cafe and Market where they're serving hot, fresh food 24-7 and by Ramon's rendition of The Undertaker. Yes. Which now yep. you, you just did it off camera. Now you have to do it again. <laughs> it was... <laughs> I was nothing better in wrestling when he did that. It was between that and Razor Ramon's two pick flick. Those you, two did. you just like Razor Ramon because of his his namesakeness. That's the only uh, other one I knew growing up. That's the only other one I knew. Moan, all week you've been pushing for a, for an episode on wide receivers, and here we are at the end of the week. Let's do it. Let's talk yeah. about wide receivers because it is an interesting group, isn't it? Yeah, it is, man. It's I'll say this too. It's, it's so much talent, so much so that I actually saw an article that said five sleeper teams that you're not going to overlook, that you shouldn't overlook this team. And it was talking about the Pittsburgh Steelers. And a, a large reason was it, a large part of it was the fact that they have a bunch of weapons offensively starting in that wide receiver room, man. It's, it is a lot of young talent. It, it, it yeah, it's young. It's just it's also coming with a lot of question marks, as youth yeah. always does. And and I, I start with, and I guess we should too here. You know, what are you going to get out of Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool? Deontay Johnson finished in the top ten wide receivers in the NFL. To me, he still feels like an incomplete product. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Uh, Claypool himself acknowledged coming into these OTAs. I need to be better. I need to be more consistent. I need to co- I need to come down with the football more often, combat mm-hmm. catches, and I need to stop stumbling on my routes. And he did. There's a lot of stumbling. Uh, what, are, what are those two guys? What, what do you see as their ceiling? Moan? What are your expectations for them? Man, I remember when De- Deontay came into the league and, and just the way he played the game. You saw him. He, he has some quickness to him. He has some smoothness to his route running. He has the ability to kind of break out. I think a lot of people are actually forgetting, too, DK. His rookie year, say, is hinged on somebody else, whatever you want to call it. He did make second team all pro. He did. He, he did. He, ha- he has that under his belt, whether it's kick returner, whether it, he made that list and a lot of greats that we know have come through this this league or a lot of names that we know haven't done that and he has the pro bowl i don't care if it was an alternate or not he still got the nod everybody wants the nod and he got that so the the we know what he is or what he can be Uh, he has to be more consistent the way he slips the way he has his feet underneath him gotta clean it up it's a bunch of small things with Deontay that's holding him back honestly from being in that other group of 
We, I think more people talk about A.J. Brown. They talk about Debo, Scary Terry McLaurin. They talk about those guys. I think his ceiling, if I'm giving a player to Deontay Johnson, is Michael Thomas. Wow. And that's that's damn good, is it not? Yeah, yeah that's that's a very real thing. And for Chase, Chase to me is, is one of those things like, I don't, I don't want to say grow up because I think that's a little disrespectful. It's just one of them. You see him get off the bus. You see him walk on the field. You watch him make some warm-ups, catches and stuff, and you say, man, look at that guy. And you, and then he gets to the games and he have these these moments where it's like, dude, you're 5'5 five five right now. Play like who you are. I'll tell anybody that's got size, that have natural talent, or just overly athletic, which Chase Claypool is. Be who they think you are. And who I think he is, he could be a, 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 a Marriott of just wide receivers that, that can just say, if you need a play, you go to Chase. I'm talking about down the sideline. I trust Chase Claypool more than I do Deontay. Well, you're going to see him in the slot, too. I can tell you that right now based on um, based on stuff I'm not allowed to talk about. <laughs> okay. All right. Say less. Say less, man. <laughs> I just did. Uh, I, l- let's look at the rest of this group because the rest of us is mostly new. We've got George Pickens. You've got Calvin mm-hmm. Austin. These are the two draft picks. They're going to be yeah. in the mix immediately. There's no hesitation mm-hmm. on that. Nothing. Uh, everyone forgets that the Steelers signed Miles Boykin he, yeah. he, as if he didn't exist. Gunnar Olszewski yeah. might be the next Ray Ray. Little dude. Wow. Uh, yeah. But but they, they're, you know, they're utilizing him a lot, not just in special teams. It, you know, this is the supporting cast, I guess you yeah. could call it that. Unless Pickens rises up, in which case everybody else is the supporting cast. I'll, I'll say this first about Calvin Austin. I like him uh, because of his speed. I like him because of his attitude. I like him because if you get the ball in his hand and he's not getting flung around because he is a smaller wide receiver and he acknowledges that, that could be a good weapon to have, man. So I like the idea of him. What he turns into after this year, we'll see. And as you can say, I say after this year, meaning he's going to have some rookie mistakes. He's going to have to grow into his second year. Um, but if we're going to Miles Boykin, you look at him versus Chase Claypool, you got to say to yourself, this is direct competition, both from Notre Dame, both for six foot four, big time wide receivers. I mean, not big time, but big height wide receivers. And you got to say to yourself, if this doesn't directly challenge you to be a better pro, somebody that went to your college, that is the same height, has the same measurables as you do, and also on a different team this year, and he's starving for attention then you'll never get it. I ain't going to say you'll never get it, but it'll be hard-pressed for us to to just say you deserve wide receiver one if Deontay isn't in Pittsburgh because the guy that we hadn't talked about that's in that rookie class, you know my guy, George Pickens. I I think that potential for him can be through the roof if a guy like Chase doesn't step up. Well, or even if he does, I mean that, that, that's the thing here. Pickens, Pickens has the talent level to go out onto the field and become yeah. your number one guy. Um, not necessarily in terms of catch volume or whatever. That's going to be more of a Deontay thing, regardless because of his route running, because of his familiarity with the system, because mm-hmm. he's he's a, a grizzled NFL veteran at this point in mm-hmm. his career. In general, though, Moan, I, I, I don't want to be the you know the wet blanket here or whatever, but <laughs> I'm I'm just nervous about this group. To me, this Are feels you? like the biggest swing vote in either direction. In I'm not. either direction. 
Why? I, 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 just, I think you. I think it's foolproof, damn near, DK. Really? I, honestly, I do think you have way too much talent to where you can't. If one's not working, you go to the other. And, and and this is the other side of it too. All of these guys are big. You you mentioned uh, Gunner. Gunner's actually six foot. That's not small. He looks small with these guys when he's standing out there for OTAs. Believe and me. That's my point. They're all big, fast, wide receivers. As big as Chase is, they got him enlisted at 238. I doubt he's 238. I give him around 225. He's fast. Miles Boykin's fast. We know Calvin Austin is fast. And Deontay is smooth as ever. If if everybody takes a step back and let Deontay do his thing, meaning he's going to be wide receiver one this year, he's going to get the most to catches. So if you stop him, then you go on the chase. And that's the other part. If Chase takes another step because the ball can come his way in this pass, in the past, and he's either out of position, losing his footing, dropping the ball, or letting it go through his hand. So if you miss him, you got George. If you miss him, you got Miles. And then just in general, the competition competition aspect of all these guys being young means they're all going to be competing in camp. And you're going to get the best. And one other thing you're going to get uh, as it relates to getting the best out of these guys is if Deontay's your number one receiver and he's entering a contract year, never underestimate the impact of that. When we come back, Moan just kind of a little, little bit of a spark here for an idea here regarding uh, physical stature. We're going we're gonna to get into that when we come back. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show, brought to you by the Get-Go Cafe and Market. Moan, you're getting into some wide receiver sizes and frames and so forth. And you know what I thought of? And it has nothing to do with that whatsoever, but just the way the brain works. (laughs) The Steelers brought back Tuzar Skipper this week. Okay. Now, Tuzar Skipper, for anybody who only thinks of him for the preseason legend that he is, does not know what it's like to be in a locker room and see Tuzar Skipper pass through. Mm-hmm. He is a human machine. He yes, is. He a, is. He is, he is a, a, like a robot instrument of death. Mm-hmm. Okay, and. I have somebody asking me at, at DK Pittsburgh Sports on my live cues for the week, who is the the greatest physical specimen that I'd ever seen in any sport. And it's going to be football. It just has to be football. And I'm instead throwing this to you. Like just somebody who you just saw that was in such immaculate, fantastic shape where you just said, that's it. That is just the perfect bleeping athlete. Now, while you think I'm going to throw a couple out here. One is going to really date me here, but Greg Lloyd, when he was with the Steelers, yeah. was just outrageous. Okay, mm-hmm. he, he was just bursting at the seams, at, at, at all seams. Yep. Uh, freakish in that regard. Uh, and understanding that there's different shape for different positions. It is. Okay, like I could look at someone like Marquise Pouncey and who might not necessarily give that, that same vibe but Marquise had the, the dream build, I think, for, for an offensive lineman. Yeah. Uh, actually, Dave kind of did in a certain Dave way, too. For, yeah, 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 <laughs> right, yeah, David DeCastro. Sure. Yeah. Now, yeah. as I say it out loud. Uh, but you're, you, you're almost always talking about edge rushers. Yeah. Or if you're getting into the more svelte guys, uh, you're talking about corners or wide receivers. 
Yeah. But go ahead. Now I bought you some time. Man, I'm still thinking of uh, (laughs) who is that guy? You're like, yep, he should. Well, when I say it, you're going to be like, yep, you're you're exactly right. Tuzar is to what you're saying at linebacker defensive players. You're like, yeah, uh (laughs) uh-huh. Right. This guy, I'm going to say it. some people don't like him, and I'm okay with that. But when you see him, you're like, what the hell position does he play? Cam Newton. Oh, okay. That's interesting. That. I was I was thinking only of Steelers, but yeah. Oh, no, no. no. Well, I thought we was going all across the board. Oh, My no, bad. but that's well, fine. No, Cam Newton, that's a, that's an interesting one. Just could play tight end. He could, could do anything. defensive end. But he plays quarterback. No, no, no. You, if, you gave, if you gave him a, an offseason to prepare, he could be a linebacker. Just out of this world, uh, and, and it blows your mind. It's like, that's just the genetic. There's nothing you can do, nothing you can try to fix to try to make yourself look like that. Cam Newton is probably what kids make on Madden, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, but <laughs> another guy that kind of crosses the mind, it, it would have to be just James Harrison. James Harrison, although in very much his, in his own way with the incredibly broad – yeah. Shoulders and the broad upper body and 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 more of a stockier build as it came to to, to legs. Um, yeah, uh, that's what I mean. James is just one of the. You just walk by and you just go, "Oh my god, what the hell is that?" Yeah, it, 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 you know who he is when he walks by. You you know what's how he got that way too. And it's the same thing I mentioned with Cam Newton. It's the same thing I mentioned with uh with with James Harrison. It's genetic when it comes down to him. They yep. found a way to build upon it. They found a way to exploit what's going to work for them, man. And for those reasons, they had great careers. We're talking about defensive MVP and league MVP for both of those guys. Now, I'll throw a couple others in. Lawrence Timmons. And you thought LT was? LT to me was probably just the overall best athlete I've seen on the team. <laughs> just, well, no, that, that's not exactly damning him with faint no, praise. No, I'm just, but, but, but sometimes you'll see LT and be like, who, who are you? And then the next time you see him, he's got that barrel stomach with a six pack uh, yeah, and yeah, his yeah, chest yeah, yeah. and traps. You're like, God, it's almost like if it switches for LT overnight, man. And he's that type of dude, but not just that. LT was fast. I'm talking I'm, about oh, just his, his sideline to sideline was, okay, it should have okay. been, been illegal. When I say this, you're going to be like, yeah, I'm on. I should have said him first. Go ahead. Martavis Bryant. Oh, dude. That was just God-given. Name another one on the team that you say looked better than Martavis. When you see his shoulders, it's like. I got one. You keep talking. I got one. I got one, but I'm going to show you. I got one. You keep talking. But I'm just in general, if you had saw Martavis uh, walking around the city, if you saw him walking through the airport, if you saw him on a basketball court, you say to yourself, this guy is an athlete. Just and there was nothing that he could have done to have changed it. He was born that way. You see his parents, you're like. You were crafted. You were chiseled out to be who you are, Martavis. Martavis, Brian, and that's why I was so on board with him mm-hmm. being the guy. I got you topped. Oh, I got you topped. You ready? You are you ready to admit defeat in this category? I don't know if you're going to beat Martavis. I am. I am. You ready? Yes. Ryan Shazier. Yep. <laughs> I'm wrong. Now- 
ever, ever saw someone who was at the same time so naturally strong, so naturally fast. Yep. Left, right, sideline to sideline, covering screen passes, staying on tight ends, completing the play, and his built. And then on top of that, you add Shazy's work ethic. Yep. You add also, it's, it's one thing to be muscular and, and just super fit because then those guys get kind of stiff, right? Mm-hmm. Not Shazier. No. He was loose. He was limber. His arms were as long as Stretch Armstrong, okay? Yeah, yeah really strangely long arms. Yeah. You, you want to you hear something crazy? There was mm. a race after practice one day, if I'm not mistaken. Shazier and a bunch of wide receivers. Shazier ran, and there was a, a situation where he told him, don't race. Shazier pressed one of these guys so much so he got injured and I don't think played much after. Wow. That's how fast he was. <laughs> amazing. Amazing, amazing football player. Um, let's uh, let, let's uh, take a little break here. And we'll come back with a Hey Moan segment. Welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show. It's time for the only segment that matters, the Hey Moan segment. And as we've been doing lately here, when people come down to the DKPS headquarters on Fifth Avenue downtown, we offer the Hey Moan platform to them. So I'm going to turn the, the, the seat and the microphone over here to my man, Francis. Here, you can have a seat. What a beautiful name, too. That's Ramon Foster. Hey, uh, Moan, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, man. Francis, by the way, I just got to say before you say anything, it's certain names that we have in this world, okay, you don't hear a whole lot of. Ramon is one of them. And Francis. (laughs) And Francis, okay? It's special, man. So I just want to let you know, I like the name Francis, okay? All right. Well, thanks very much. Um, so I first visit here uh, to the downtown headquarters and, uh, you know, DK offered me the chance to, to tee up a question for you. And, uh, you know, obviously this week's big news about this defined to it retirement. I was uh, wondering, uh, given your uh, time with the Steelers, if you can think of uh, a time when a very impactful major player uh, made a early, relatively early career retirement decision and uh, how that uh, that impacted the team as they uh, worked through, uh, you know, a long term relief for that uh, that position. Man, um, I think the the the. the the name that comes to mind usually is probably Troy, but Troy's situation was a little bit different. He had already done double digits, Hall of Fame career, as far as his career goes, uh, Super Bowls, he knocked out all of that. For me, I would almost suggest not a retirement, probably a cutting. Watching somebody get cut, man, uh, the one guy in particular I know had a whole bunch of fanfare where he came in, he was a year before me, uh, was Lyman Sweet. Having him get cut was probably one of those like, oh, this is a, you know, the business side of it, or you you got to find a way to replace a guy. And the Steelers have been doing that receivers position that they find a way to always find the next guy. I would probably almost say the guy that uh, another cut was probably Craig Urbic, like his, that was very shocking to me also considering the year before he was a third round draft pick. I think it's more of those moves as opposed to early retirement as far as the Steelers go, I don't, most of the time, guys in Pittsburgh usually find a way to finish out their career. I will say this as it comes to mind, too. Jason Worlds, remember him? His yeah. was more of a shocker. 
Uh, and, and the guy behind him, Jarvis Jones, being released or not being signed back. That was a shocker, too. Those two guys, I'd say Craig and, and I'd say just Limus's, uh, just release. Those guys were, were shockers, not retirements, except for Worlds. Worlds had the most, I'm talking about the absolute most potential of almost anybody I've seen. He got franchise tag, played that year out, and the next thing you know, he was done. And his was based off lifestyle change a little bit. I think it was a, a religious uh, side of it that, that helped lend that, that movement for him. And guys are done when they're done. If you got to beg somebody to come back also, which nobody ever has inside of that building, then it, they're probably not all the way in it. And I know a lot of people are upset about to it retiring, you know, because their the focus is the team. Everybody wants to win a Super Bowl, but you don't want a guy who's mentally not locked in. And I think to it made the best decision for himself first, but also for the team, because football is a hard, long, enduring sport. And uh, you got to be intentional about everything you're doing. So those are the guys off top that I can reel in my time with the Steelers that I was kind of shocked by. All right. Hey, thanks for taking the question. Appreciate it. Uh, big fan of the show. And, uh, you know, you're my go to uh, whenever a new episode comes up. Uh, you're my uh, treadmill time in the morning uh, listening uh, choice. I'll give the microphone back to, to DK. Absolutely. <laughs> give it up for Francis, everybody. How did he do? Francis was phenomenal. Francis was phenomenal, says Moan. Yes. Yes. I, I, I want to say his name every single You know how you shorten somebody's name down? Like, no, Fran. No, 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 no. What do you say every time when it comes to his name? Yeah, you say Francis every time. <laughs> every time. There's not an abbreviation for it. You know? Absolutely not, DK. Moan, let's, let's do this again next week. Man, I promise I'll be here. You are. <laughs> I <don't think> <laughs>